Hello everyone, it's Pam. It's time to chat. <laughs> you knew what was coming. Um, we're creeping up on July 4th weekend, 2020, in the middle of COVID-19 craziness. And our, our governor, uh, DeSantis, thinks that we should just throw caution to the wind and get outside and enjoy the sun because... The, uh, the sun and the heat will take care of COVID. Well, not really, because the cases spike to the tune of latest count daily. We had 10,000 um, in one day. So uh, good luck with all of that, uh, DeSantis. Uh, good luck. Pence is coming to visit. Not sure why. <laughs> Stay in D.C., <laughs> do things that are going to help the country, but I digress. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. That's the end of that per se. I want to talk a little bit about entertainment that's going on, things that are going on, and cops gone bad. Badder. Cops being ridiculous. Yesterday, a Miami cop was called, Miami cops were called to the uh, Miami out. Uh, airport. A woman was upset. People, we're all upset <laughs> about everything. But um, she was mad about a flight situation. Anyway, uh, they confronted her. You see the video. They're standing there. And she is being belligerent. She is. But she, as far as the video cam image that I saw, she did not touch him. And he cold cocked her. He just reared back. Literally with his body. You know how you rear back to bring power to a punch? That's what he did. This woman. He's on administrative leave. Who knows what will happen? Probably nothing. But then you you skip on up, over and up to Oregon, where cops are. These were sheriff's deputies, I believe. Were in a Starbucks asking for coffee. Uh, or wanting to get coffee. And the uh, manager asked them to put on a mask as mandated by the state. And they said, uh, F the... Uh, the governor, uh, they're not going to, you know, it's their civil rights. So, you know, here's the thing. To protect hmm, and to serve hmm, and to uphold the law is what they're supposed to do. Am I right? Am I right? Where are things going off the rails? But they are. They're going off the rails. You know, there's so much weirdness out there. I was reading about uh, a story about Friends. And uh, really, the story was about a friend's reunion that probably will never happen. But but really, then it went into details about these these actors from Friends, mainly the, the male actors, and how fame and fortune and recognition and all of that brought nothing but, but upset and heartache and depression and isolation. It's like, does anything good come from anything? Can people find their center? Can they find happiness in any way, no matter what? It's like, I don't know. Get your head on straight. Find a way. Find a way. I, I don't know. If you, if you want to look that up, it's a, it's a story out there about Matthew Perry, uh, Matt LeBlanc, and David Swimmer, and how really friends wasn't the greatest thing to ever happen to them <laughs> in the long run. I'm uh, still debating on what class to take. Um, still looking over things, which virtual class I want to take and which Ivy League school I want to enroll in. Uh, I took pre-Columbian art uh, a while back, many, many whiles back, 
And so I, I don't know, do I want to do something artsy again like that? Or or something that's going to really, really bring me a, 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 a whole new insight into things. Um, I don't know. Gary was watching a, a, a new version of Unsolved Mysteries and he was telling me some of the stories as we sat down last night by the water um, to have a, a cocktail. And just before the, the bottom fell out and it rained really, really hard and we... Uh, we enjoyed being down there in the in the breeze by the water, even though it's hot and humid. Uh, around six six thirty, it clicks on to seven seven thirty. It's so nice by the water, and so those are the things that we're trying to focus on really really hard. And and uh, and you know just uh, understanding that it's it's a challenge for all of us uh, emotionally. It really is. But. Uh, Let's move into the two differences in, in two different entertainers. One is Willie Nelson. Willie is going to participate in a virtual concert to benefit Joe Biden. Yay, Willie. He will be joined in some way by Julian Castro and uh, Beto O'Rourke uh, as they try to raise money for Biden. The tickets to this virtual show are are pretty expensive. Um, they start lower and then they go they go pretty high. But this is virtual. This is a safe way to do a concert. Flip that to a, another situation going on in Texas, uh, in the Austin area, Lake Travis. There's a marina there where it's considered a restaurant, so they can do this concert with vanilla ice. And Vanilla Ice, whose real name is something like uh, uh, Van Winkle, is his last name. I think he should have stepped, uh, kept kept that, <laughs> kept that name. Uh, he is uh, he's a Dallas native, actually, and his name uh, is Rob Van Winkle. So I think you know R Van or Van Wink or you know Vanilla Ice, eh, whatever. But this is not a virtual party. And the event can hold 2,500 people. So with everything that's going on in Texas, as in Florida, I'm not throwing Texas under the bus any more than Florida. They're equal. Governors, lieutenant governors, uh, these states have equal. You, you butt them up together, and, and the, the idiots say it's, it's, a, it's a tie. It's a tie. But they're, they're doing this, and, and uh and for real, no virtual. Every everyone will come on board for the July Fourth festivities there at Emerald Point, uh, there at Lake Travis in Austin, Texas. Uh, Vanilla Ice was a, a, a '90s kind of kind of thing, and the, the, to me, the funniest thing about reading about 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 the the concert and and just how really stupid it is, but in the Austin. Laker is is beautiful, and I, I know people want to get out in, in all of this, but but he, uh, but Rob Van Winkle says he can't wait to get back to this 90s, you know, throwdown concert. He says the 90s were the best. Now, hang on. We didn't have coronavirus. All right, I'll give you that. Hell, we didn't have that this time last year, but, you know, I digress. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's again through all of this you find out the idiocy that is out there. It is just thick. The layers are thick. 
our cell phones are computers. Wrap your head around that one. Uh, okay, crack a book. Um, he said it was the last of the great decades. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know about you guys, but at our place we had computers and cell phones. Definitely. Definitely had them. Sorry, I don't know where he was living, under what rock or what his life was like in the 90s. But, uh, oh, Rob Van Winkle. You better, you better uh, check that little tidbit. But anyway, here's a cool thing that's happening uh, that Walmart's doing. And actually, some other smaller businesses are doing this as well, independently and in much smaller ways. But Walmart is going to convert 160 of their stores, locations, into uh, drive-in theaters. Now, this is going to happen from August through October. And they're working in conjunction with Tribeca uh, Films, uh, which is uh, Robert De Niro company and I'm not sure how this will work because the details are still a little bit still a little bit sketchy on that but uh, somehow they're going to and they will bring your concessions directly to your car and it's supposed to be family friendly and they will be showing about 300 films I think it's tremendous um, I know about drive-in movies because my older sister and I, uh, and when I say I, I mean my sister did all the fitting of the bill for that. It was her car. She was the driver. Uh, she was the money, uh, money person. And, and she took me to, to drive-ins. And we would go to a variety of them. And, and one winter night, she and I wanted to go to the, to the drive-in. And snow was threatened, and we didn't care. We went, and we were one. And this was in Texas, by the way. So you know, you're not, you're not. Uh, this is in Dallas, Fort Worth area. You're, you're pretty safe. It's not going to snow, right? Oh, it's threatened. Well, guess what? It snowed all over the place. And we just sat through the movies. I was in about four other cars in this huge parking lot, drive-in parking lot, and just let it snow, watched movies, ate our, ate our snacks. It was fantastic. It's one of my all-time great memories. So uh, drive-in movies, maybe they don't have the best quality for the, the actual picture or the sound, but whatever it is that, that all these people are trying to do, whether it's on a small scale, uh, independent little, little place that's doing these drive-in movies, or uh, on, a, on a grander scale that Walmart will be doing come August. I am intrigued, and I can't wait to see how that will play out. I don't know if that will affect us anywhere here. I'll tell you this much. To be at a drive-in movie in Florida in August, you'd have to uh, turn your air off and on a lot. Same thing in a lot of other places. And I want to wrap up with something. I am certainly never one, never one, to slam anyone's age, anyone doing anything at any age. I think I make that very, very clear. Our, our gender or anything else. I'm just not. I am not about that. Mm -mm. But here's this little thing that I kind of don't get. You know the F1 billionaire, Bernie Ecclestone? You know him? Well, he's 89. He'll be 90 in, in October. 
His 44-year-old wife just gave birth to his son. Uh-huh. Now, kudos to Bernie. If indeed, you know, he's a participant in, you know, in it. A, a, a big, 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 big kudos. He looks a whole lot like, you know what he looks like to me in photos? Bernie looks like kind of a cross between the late, great Andy Warhol and the the grouchy but designer that I liked a lot, and I have some of his stuff, Carl Lagerfeld. You remember how, do you remember how he looked before he passed away? Uh, designer, uh, Carl Lagerfeld. He just, and I think was a purely ass, but a lot of creative people are. They just, you know, uh, they're, they're creative. But Bernie and his wife uh, have, uh, have announced the birth of their baby. Now, now Bernie's oldest child is 65. He has children from a few wives. But I don't know. I, I you know, I, I say on the one hand, kudos to him for, you know, hey, keep on keeping on. But on the other hand, you think about the child and I'm not going to judge. I'm not even going to throw shade there. But, uh, hey, congratulations, Bernie, and good luck with your baby. Anyway, uh, I hope that whatever you're doing with your mask-wearing, COVID-getting-through situation, that you're being responsible and that you're, you're, you're listening to people that know something. You're listening to the experts. I appreciate you for being here listening to my podcast. Gary and I appreciate you for checking us out at YouTube. And our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, we were uh, contacted by uh, another place that wanted to connect with us for hurricane information. So I'll, I'll update you on that. We, we did make that connection with, uh, with, another, with another source about hurricanes. So in all of this, we're not even really talking about hurricane season that we're in, are we? Isn't it amazing how... You switch, <laughs> you switch gears. But but we the trees near us have been trimmed up as required prior to hurricane season, and the palm trees look fabulous. They got these great new haircuts, and we're very very grateful for where we live. We love it. So through all of this, we're grateful on so many levels. Stay with us.